On today's episode of Locked On 76 is the big MVP showdown tonight. Nikola Jokic hosting Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. Not so much. Joel Embiid is out. Why he is out and why that's the right decision for the Philadelphia 76ers tonight against the Nuggets. We'll break it all down next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. What's good, D? Oh, what's happening, man? Looking for a big-time matchup tonight. Rematch from the first game that they played in January. But uh, we won't get that. Not so much. No Joel Embiid tonight, man. So that's what's up. And we'll see how this one goes because the Sixers, in terms of standings, we'll talk about that a little bit later. They need this game. Welcome, everybody. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-hosts and partners always keith pompey we thank you for making locked on 76ers your first listen every day and remember locked on 76ers is free and available on all platforms including right here on youtube at locked on 76ers with one of the biggest uh storylines in the season and that is the 76ers with the record that they've had since december it, arguably the best record in the nba the best team in the league and it was a highly anticipated game tonight against the Nuggets, but Joel Embiid will miss this game due to that calf injury that we've been monitoring for the past two games where he did play on Friday and Saturday, Sunday off. They decided after shooting around this morning that he will not play. So we'll get into that. We'll start off there. We'll also get into James Harden returning, and he looks like he's going to be back for the game tonight, the last game of this four-game road trip. And then later on, we'll talk about the seeding. We've been looking at the second and the third seed and saying that that's where they need to stay. Make sure you have that home court advantage. Well, what happens if they fall to fourth? They're only two games up on the Cleveland Cavaliers as we get ready for tonight's game. Keith, uh, big development here. I guess that we shouldn't be all that surprised, except for when we talk about the MVP part. We knew that with the 10 games left, if he was going to play every game, before the end of the regular season ended 69 games is the total that he would play now a game here and there probably will not affect the voting and how it goes but of course this was looked at as the reigning two-time mvp against nikola Jokic, where mb got the better of him in that <coughs> in philadelphia at the end of january 47 and 18 <laughs> and that was on national tv and the sixers get the win we were waiting on this one and the Sixers have been playing well on the road. The Nuggets are fantastic at home. I believe 31-6 and six on their home floor. We were really waiting for this one. It didn't seem like the calf was going to be an issue and hold and beat out. He's now out. Why is that? You know, I mean, the, the thing is, if you saw Joan B play, play the last game against Phoenix, I mean, the guy was tired. I mean, extremely tired. Um, you know, I mean, tired. He had 28-10, and 10, but he wasn't himself. That just tells you how dominant he is. And it was one of those things is I, I remember um, before that game, 
Um, and you no, know, actually, it was after that game where I talked to him about MVP. I talked to him about like missing games, doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, he said, like, I'm going to need to take one day off. I mean, one game off pretty soon. It's two things. He said, like I said, it's all about being healthy for the playoffs. You know, like tonight, I was sloppy. Now he was talking about the Phoenix game. He said, usually when I'm slugging and sloppy, that means I'm tired. He says, like you said, I've been playing a lot of minutes. I've been playing every single game. So to add to that, dealing with the calf and whatever the foot, um, I think at some points you got to look at the bigger picture, which is the playoffs, obviously. So right about now, when you look at it, he's not 100%. He, he, he kept saying to me that, you know, that the thing about uh, the MVP, you know, it, it doesn't mean as much to him as everybody thinks it does. And, and as much as people want, he wants to get out of the, He wants to play well in the playoffs. So he wants his team to be able to have success in the playoffs. He wants to be healthy for the playoffs. So if he's not playing well and it could come back and it can hurt his team, then he needs to rest. You know, he needs to rest. Like you said, if he was selfish, if he was if he was selfish, he would have played in the, the full game against um, the Chicago uh, Bears. I mean, I said about to say the I was like it's the the Chicago. I said the Bears against yeah. the Chicago Bulls. I was trying to catch myself. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he would have done that, and he would play tonight and try to put on a show. But he looks at the big picture, and if he plays, it could get worse. He said he didn't feel well today at shoot around. So you know what. I commend them for, for, for not playing. I think it's well, a smooth thing. Well, let me ask you this, because I think a lot of people would then go right to with now these eight games left on the season. Here, here we go again. He's injured again. And this now is a knock on him as if he did something that caused himself to get injured in terms of the calf. And as you mentioned, he did not come back in the second half of that Bulls game where they were blowing them out. They didn't need him. But he could have also said, no, I'm playing at least the third quarter so I can try to get to my 33-point average so I can keep that going, keep putting these numbers up. It's going to look good in a blowout win. I've done it again in three quarters where I can get 30-plus points, and and we dominate this basketball team in in a revenge game of sorts because of what happened on Monday. But he didn't do that. But you know, Keith, that there are going to be some that say, here we go again. He's injured again. He's doing it again. And since he's injured again – he uh, is not in shape, and this is something that has been a, a common theme for him throughout his career. What do you say to that? I mean, as I, a guy I say, who has been critical of him <clears throat> for things that he has done that may be looked at as selfish. Yeah, you know what? Here's the deal. Like, I, I think that, you know, Joel Embiid has improved. He's matured. He's done a lot of different things. I mean, um, I, I think that this is one of those things where he did injure the calf before in the first game. People forget in Monday's game against Chicago, he stayed in that game, tried to will his team to victory. Right. Then he comes out and he plays in the game. The second game, he's feeling it. They're up 30. He doesn't play. I feel like right now and, and the narrative is always going to be there when it comes to him. But when people like especially people in Philadelphia, they they. They follow him closer than most people nationally. They know that the, the strides that this guy has made, and they know how at this particular time, these last since uh, since the all not even all since uh, December, 
he's played in more games in a row than than any other season. I mean, the guy has only missed like two games since he's been back. So when you add that in, this is completely different. Now, again, selfish Joel Embiid would want to go out there and play and want to do something because he he would want to um, uh, impose his will and prove that he is that guy. But right about now, I think that people, what they need to focus on is how can he get treatment on this? And he did say that there was going to be one game that he was going to miss, right? One game that he was going to miss. And I think how he could do he could do this and then just uh, miss this game and hopefully be back by went for Wednesday against the Dallas Mavericks because they're going to need him against Dallas. And let me add this, D. You can't be happy with everything. But I remember before there was a time where Joel would take off certain home games when he had a game to to skip. And he would take off the home game, Mm -hmm. but then would play on the road. He did that one time, and people were upset about it. So now when you look at it, yes, this is a big game, a huge game individually for him. But I feel like the fans will be happier that at the end of the day that they're going to be able to see him play Wednesday night as opposed to him putting on a show for the people in Denver. Four games left at home, four games left on the road with these eight. And to your point, the home team, the home crowd should be able to get to witness him again after a few days off against the Dallas Mavericks in another situation there for a revenge game against the struggling Dallas Mavericks on Wednesday night. Interesting development, of course, but it is the right move, Keith. I agree with you. It's about the it's about the health and it's about how good are you? If you are good enough to beat any of these teams, then you should be able to beat them wherever you are in the standings and you needed to. Big dogs to do so. We'll talk about the standings later. Coming up next, we'll get into the um, reinforcements, if you will, of James Harden coming back. Can he guide this team to victory tonight? What has he been talking about along this trip? He has been on the trip, and that's a good sign. Although he hasn't played and he should be able to play tonight, he has not been on the trip. What is James Harden going to bring to the table? And also, Keith, what are they going to do at the center position? I'm very curious. P.J. Tucker, Paul Reed, Wayne Dedman, Montrez Harrell. Well, who gets the nod? tonight in the middle we'll get into it next what james harden brings to the table this evening right here locked on 76ers you know right now i want to talk to you about prize picks right so with prize picks tonight i'm taking luka donish to score more than 26.5 points lebron james to have more than 7.5 rebounds uh steph curry to have more than 3.5 three pointers right made so here's the thing. How does prize pick works? What you do is you pick two to six players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you and the projections available. Prize pick offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, and on and on. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, right? So this is how you do it. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, 
prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit matchup to a hundred dollars. Welcome back. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, I'm going to read a tweet to you. You might know this author of the tweet. Harden ended his workout by bouncing the uh, ball off the backboard to himself and dunking the putback uh, on the dunk. Hashtag looks good to play flow. <laughs> Yeah, who did that? Who wrote that? <laughs> like me yeah, nope. he looked good. He looks looked like good. Point guard is back, man. What were you able to see? Um, and he he looks pretty good. You're able to uh, find some things out. He's ready to go for this game tonight. And if so, what are, what should we expect from James Harden? Yeah, he's ready to go. I mean, he's going. You know, it's, it's you know, it's funny. What they do is they'll say, yeah, he's uh, expected to play. Like when it comes down to the star guys, it's like expected to play. He's playing. I mean, based off of that dunk, and I, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't have the camera because I was like taping everything else, and that one I'm like, I missed it. Sorry, but anyway, he looks good, man. He looked good out there. Now again, when he does the the portions that I saw when I come in there, he's typically you know doing stuff by himself or Jason Love, the one of the uh, one of the uh, player development coaches typically works with them, you know, in the game situations. But James looked like James. I mean, the shot was falling. I mean, he was he was fluid. He was moving. He wasn't favoring that Achilles at all. And the icing on the cake was that dunk. I mean, he looks good. And, and the good thing is that they kind of need him tonight. I mean, let's be real, D. When, when he was out these last two games, and they did have some under, other injuries, but when he's out, you got to take Maxi out of his role, put him in a different one, and other people. And the bench was just getting destroyed. One game they got outscored 54 to 14 in bench points. The other game it was 53 to 17 in bench points. So, you know, and that's because James wasn't there and other people had to fulfill different roles. So I think having him back is is a is, is not a blessing, but yeah, it's a blessing for the Sixers. It's a blessing for the Sixers that he is back, especially on the night that Joel Embiid is not playing. Now, they're going to have to get this done as a, as a team tonight, and it's great that Maxie's playing the way he's playing with the 37 in the last game to lead off scores. Uh, Melton has since gone cold since he was so hot, but, you know, he's a streaky shooter. He could bounce right back, and with the uh, ball coming from James Harden, finding his teammates, including players like George Niang and Daniel House, for that matter, who was also out the last game, may be able to set some things up and, and get some some things going in, in another way versus what we see with Joel Embiid. And that's the question. Can James Harden and Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, lead this team to victory over this Denver Nuggets squad, Keith? They're pretty good at home, 31-6, and six, and, and tremendous at home, 31-6. and six. Can they get it done tonight without the big fella? You know what? I think they, well, it's going to be tough. 31 and six is, is hard. I mean, I think you have Joel Embiid, he, 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 he dominates and he brings a lot. I mean, uh, it, it, I, I guess to, to me, in order for them to do that, it's going to be on Tobias Harris. Mm. I think Tobias has to have a larger role tonight. I mean, definitely he's going to have to, he's going to have to be the guy for them to do it. I mean, I, I think that what we'll see is 
we'll see a lot more balanced scoring. Also, you know, I would say, you know, one of those things, well, what are, what are the centers going to bring to the table? Now, the thing is, the question is, if you're the Sixers, are you going to go with a small ball lineup? That's what well, I was going there. You know what I mean? Because that's the guy who basically shut him down last time, P.J. Tucker. And are you going to say, I want to play my best five players right now? And right now, the best five players, the fifth one would be DeAnthony Melton. So or is that something that you really want to utilize and do that? Now, the one thing is, I can understand getting up and down with small ball, you want to run, right? But now you're we're up in this altitude. And are, can you withstand the running that Denver is going to do? Can you run with Denver? But yep. that's a good question. Like, are you going to go with the small ball lineup and try to neutralize the Joker? I'm curious to see if that's where Doc Rivers and even Dan Burke as a defensive coach, if that's where they go, because that's going to be a really, really important part here of how you start the game. The Sixers have been in both of these games despite losing. They've led against the Warriors and the Suns on Friday and Saturday and unfortunately losing both of them. But in this case, they can run you out of the gym if you try to keep up with them and play their style of basketball and it's not working. So small ball lineup, Paul Reed maybe getting an early nod, but a quick hook. I don't see Dwayne Dedman because he cannot keep up uh, in terms of that. But as far as the size go, that's the best size you have as your backup center position. So very curious to see where it goes. And if they do, they're probably going to go uh, some sort of zone if if they do that in going with that small ball lineup. And where does where does Nikola Jokic defend? Is he going to defend P.J. Tucker where he's now out in the corner? Well, guess what? That gives you an opportunity to take players off the dribble and get to the basket and finish with no rim protection, even though Nikola Jokic is not known as a shot blocker in that way where he's protecting the rim. So interesting to see what they, what they do, how they go about it. This is where it all comes into it. And you know, Doc Rivers gets up for games like this, where he has to now coach in a different way when he's missing somebody. So I, I can't wait to see what the lineup is tonight. We, we've seen different lineups. I can't wait to see if they go decide to go small ball. And I will say this D real quick before we get into this, uh, you know, this live read commercial break. But I, I will say this, this is set, has it set up, and you covered the Sixers longer than I have, to one of these nights where the Sixers win. Win the game. Yeah, yep. win the game. Because you're looking at it and you're saying, wow, they lost two in a row, lost three of the last four, Joel's not playing, they're going up against the Joker. Oh, man, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. It's going to be a 9.30 start, and then mm-hmm. next thing you know, they win. Yep. So it's set up, it's set up that way, y'all set up that way it absolutely is all right the setup right now is the Sixers in the third seed currently two games in front of the cleveland cavaliers two and a half back of the second seeded boston celtics with eight games to play these last two losses hurt a bit in the standings where cleveland has won their games so has boston the Sixers have not are they gonna end up with that third seed or could they drop to fourth we'll talk about why they need to stay in the third or why they might want to go to fourth. We'll get into that next final segment right here, Locked On 76ers. But March Madness is going on, so i got to tell you about Built Bar's March Madness. The Built Bar March Madness bracket is here. It has been here for a while, and we are down to the last four. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now it's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite bar, just like these favorite 
four teams that are remaining in the March Madness tournament. It's going to be fun with so many lower seeds, surprising teams there ending up for the championship opportunity. This is how you get it done here with the Built Bar. You know I'll be voting for the cookies and cream bar like I've been telling you because that is my favorite. That is just absolutely my favorite. And, of course, if you want to talk about I'm looking at Miami a little bit. I got a little local local feel there where I'm hoping for the local guy to win a championship uh, to win. And then, you know, we'll be voting for the bar, too. So support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. How easy is that? How great is that? Not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. So, yes, we're giving away 50 locked on listeners for a free box, but then one fan will win a 12 month subscription. So, get on in here. You got to try built. Uh, built the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they are so amazing. You won't think they are good for you, but they are. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they are all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. You heard me correctly. Real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you are there. You can vote every day in March. So hop on in and support your pick. Only a few days left in the month of March. Good luck. All right, welcome back. Locked on 76ers. Keith Pompey, I'm Devon Givens. All right, Keith, right now, Sixers 49 and 24 after these last two losses. Cleveland Cavaliers, they're creeping up on them, man. They're right behind them, just two games back. And the Boston Celtics have won a few games. Them and Milwaukee are the only two teams in the Eastern Conference with 50-plus wins. Also, Denver has 50-50. Denver's only one game better than the 76ers. They're 50 and 23, uh, 24, pardon me, where the Sixers are 49 and 25 here uh, on the campaign. So when you look at things, Keith, right now, man, and get ready for this game tonight, should they stay in the third seed and face Boston for that number two spot? Even though Boston's not too far from Milwaukee and they could still get that number one, who's the better matchup, assuming they get past, let's say, Miami or Brooklyn in that, in that first round? Who's the better matchup in the second round? Boston or Milwaukee? You know, I'm not really big on like, you know, like I'm big on just playing games and trying to win as many games as you can and being competitive, right? Because I think sometimes, you know, it, it could backfire on you. Like, you know what I mean? You want to lose a couple games, this and that. But what you're saying is making a lot of sense or the question you're asking, y'all, what he's saying is if you look at it, Right about now, the 76ers, if they stay number two or stay number three, well, regardless, they got to play the Boston Celtics the way it looks, the way it looks right now. So with that being said, it's kind of like you look at the Boston Celtics who've had success over the Sixers. They won three. They have a 3-0 series advantage over the Sixers. They hold the tiebreaker. Whereas if the Sixers slid to number four, then what they would do is they would, in the second round matchup, they would go up against the Milwaukee Bucks if everything stayed pat. Now, the Sixers has have owned a 2-1 series advantage over Milwaukee, and they one match up. Play. One more, yep, and they match up very well against the Bucks. 
extremely well against the Bucs. So you would think if for a team that really wants to get out of the second round, that this might be the right way to go. But the thing is, and there's some people say like, yo, you let, if you, you hold out players, because let's face it, Sixers schedule isn't getting any easier. Wednesday, they have Dallas. Then all of a sudden they did, they had upcoming games against Boston, upcoming games against Milwaukee. Right. And so is, is, is one of those things where they may on paper benefit by being a number four seed as opposed to being a number three. The only thing is I always think like the basketball guys have a way of making you pay for when you do stuff like that. So to me is in a perfect world, just continue to keep fighting because let's face it, the Sixers have been until recently the hottest team in the NBA, but I get it, man. I, I think that they just need to keep playing hard. They need to keep playing hard and just, win as many as they can and, and get where they are. Well, uh, I've always looked at Milwaukee too as the better matchup and Boston last season, they split season series two, two this season, Boston has had their number taking all three games in a variety of different ways of winning those games uh, two and two in Boston, one in Philadelphia, the last one being played here in Philadelphia where Jason Tatum hit the game winner uh, to beat the Sixers by three. And this next one, they're going to play them next Tuesday, eight days from now, back here in Philadelphia, after they travel to Milwaukee on Sunday to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. So I, I hear you, man. I'm with you. And um, But like you pointed out, don't run away from a matchup, because if you do that, guess what? You might get what you ask for if you, let's say, all right, let me fall into the Milwaukee thing if you fall in milwaukee then milwaukee might knock you off because they're pretty good too they have an mvp candidate in Giannis as well yeah and, and think about this man two years ago how many years it was when they went to the bubble that was the one year where joe i remember joel said um yeah we, it finally feels like a rivalry or whatever when they when they had the, the advantage over over boston they were finally beating boston and then what happens is they lose they lost. They they start losing to the. I mean, they got swept by him. Okay, hey, but so, Ben Simmons was hurt. He didn't play in the series. Yeah, yeah. Like things happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those things where, you know, everybody was like, "Yeah, this is the team we want," and Ben Simmons was hurt. Joel Embiid was battling through injuries. You know, it was just, I don't know, it was just bad. It was a lot of pressure on Brett Brown. You know, so they ended up getting swept. So, you know, it's it's like. It's, it's good to try to get and face certain teams, but you that doesn't guarantee you're going to get the outcome that you expected. Not at all. And just for the people who don't know, again, four games at home and four games on the road for the Philadelphia 76ers. And just to kind of update everybody uh, on what the schedule is tonight, they have the Denver Nuggets. On Wednesday, they will host the Dallas Mavericks. On Thursday, on Friday, they host the Toronto Raptors. Mm -hmm. Then they go back on the road for what is that? Sunday, Keith. They are in Milwaukee on Sunday. Back home Tuesday to take on the uh, Boston Celtics. Then they are home for Miami on Thursday at Atlanta on Friday, and then Sunday they close out the season on April 9th at Brooklyn. So. Four games home, four games on the road. 
and they might tell the story. But those matchups against Milwaukee and Boston are going to mean something just because of we're going to see you in the playoffs, one of you two, if not both. We need to beat both of these teams and let, let's send this message to you of how we are going to handle things in the playoffs. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, I agree. And, and not only that, like we're looking at it, you know, you got Boston and Milwaukee both still trying to contend for that title. You know what I mean? It's like, what is it, two games that separates them? Top seed, for, yeah. Yeah, for the top seed. So, like Eastern, yeah, Eastern got regular season title. So, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, they're going to probably most likely play. They're going to they're, they're gonna play because they want to get that. I mean, not only are they thinking about, okay, well, we might have to match up against the Sixers. They're thinking about playing each other for the conference finals. So again, they're not even exactly because I've been saying this and we talked about this before here. I know I've said it on the radio. You've talked about it. You've said it in your columns when you've written your, your stories. The Sixers are worried about Boston and Milwaukee. How much of Boston and Milwaukee worried about the Sixers? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, they're looking. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. How much? How much? Now, you know, make them. Make them think about you yeah. based on what you do in these last two games. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Make make sure they want to avoid you. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> How about yeah. that? Exactly. All right, man. Well, listen, this was fun. And, of course, sorry, everybody, it was late. We had some things that we had going on that we had to do it so late this way. But we will be back tomorrow. We thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We will break down tonight's game tomorrow against the Denver Nuggets minus Joel Embiid. But James Harden is back in the lineup, we think. Now, make your second listen, Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Like my man D said, wherever you get your podcast, you can get this podcast and it's free and available. Also, if you go to our YouTube channel, make sure that you click on the uh, um, the, the Liberty Bell and you become a new subscriber. And not only that, you get notifications when our next pie, you know, our podcast uh, come out. In addition to that, make sure you listen to my man D tonight from 6 p.m. to midnight. So he's going to do the, P, uh, the pre and the, the post game show if y'all stay up and all that and li- li- listen to watch this game but it's going to be d doing all that stuff also um what you need to do is follow d on twitter right it's divine g975 divine g975 you can follow me on twitter at pompey on sixers and you can read my articles in the philadelphia inquire inquire.com and sometimes you can catch keith on 97.5 the fanatic also, he was on there earlier today, checking in on the radio side. So, yeah, good stuff, man. I was listening. You didn't know. I was listening. Uh, no, I thought you were busy. <laughs> I was, but I was listening. Oh, you keep it locked, huh? <laughs> hey, man, I keep it locked. Well, listen, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow to break down this still highly anticipated matchup. The Sixers need some wins. And let's see if they can get to 50 wins tonight after taking on the Denver Nuggets. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Keith. Peace.